0: Thank you so much for joining us for our February edition of our 2020 well-being calendar. This month we are actually focusing on LGBT History Month, thinking more to do with inclusion. So The aim of LGBT History Month is actually to promote tolerance and raise awareness of the prejudices faced by lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender people. But I really want to focus on the importance of being included and the feeling of kind of inclusion within the workplace but also within kind of wider life as well the experience the way i perceive it of being in what could be considered a minority group and how that actually impacts on your health on your well-being in life but then also at work i'm joined in the room today by three um wonderful individuals that have come forward to participate in this particular podcast. And I want to know about their experiences from family, friends, work. And kind of a takeaway for you listeners is to think about, could we be doing anything better as a society, as a colleague, friends, etc. to allow everyone around us to basically be the best and most authentic version of themselves? So first of all, can you kind of introduce yourself and and share a bit about you? And also, why did you agree to do this? Thank you very much. But what, what were you here for today?
1: Um, Hi, so I'm James and I'm an out-and-proud 36-year-old male. Um, I came out about the age of 19 uh, to my parents um, following a sort of revelationary uh, time on my gap year in South Africa but I didn't really understand what it meant to be gay more until, probably more into my late 20s, 30s when I started playing for an LGBT hockey club called the London Royals. And um, it's a very inclusive space. There's, it's a very diverse group um, of um, LGBT individuals. And it's it's a very much interwoven community of, um, a, even though there are sort of small friendship groups all we all come together and we're all really close friends. I mean, I speak to quite a lot of them almost daily
2: how about yourself, Fran?
3: Oh, hi, my name's Fran, um, and I am a 23-year-old gay woman. I'm Emma, uh, I work in the Broker Services Division, um, and I am bisexual, but in a straight-presenting relationship. Fabulous, we've got a nice cross-mix of individuals.
0: Me, however, I'm pretty boring, pretty dull. I'm a married straight woman in my 30s. The most interesting thing about me no, there isn't. I'm out. <laughs> I've not had to face any challenges with relation to my sexuality. So that's why I brought the experts into the room. Uh, they, you are an expert, this is your life. But you know, I, I, when I was preparing for this session, the biggest thing I was thinking was, to me personally, it isn't an issue. I don't care where someone comes from, their background, their race, their gender anything to it is irrelevant to me. So I was kind of thinking, is this even a thing anymore? Is this even something where there is stigma or where somebody might not feel themselves? So t- tell me about it, has it always been plain sailing or were there times when you felt uneasy, um, sort of sharing your sexuality or have you ever had a negative experience? Anyone wanna go
3: first? I'll go first. Um, I wouldn't say there's ever been any time where I've been uneasy. Um, for me, it was kind of because I was in the relationship I'm in before I joined Unum. Um, I sort of joined, and I was talking about my boyfriend. Yeah. So there is the assumption that I'm straight, which is a relatively reasonable assumption. Um, so it's only when I talk, kind of, you know, nights out and sort of, you know, just chatting to people that it comes up, and they kind of go, "Oh, that didn't. I didn't know that." And I go, "Well, it's not how I introduce myself when I go. You know, hello, my name's Emma. I'm bisexual." it's how I introduce myself today Um, you actually talked about your job role first which is your priority designer my job Uh, is this but yeah but I think the only kind of um, not negative feedback I've had is people are surprised because I'm in a relationship with a man they sort of go but you you must be straight because you're in a relationship with a man and I go but yes that's one of the genders that I am attracted to Mm -hmm. and some people sort of don't Get it? Um, I think there is that kind of conception about bisexuality that it's you know, just greedy. You know, pick one or the other, but
0: well, you can't kind of have right now. but. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's about the person. Isn't yes. it? it's about the yeah, person exactly. you're falling yeah. up with. Yeah, and, and I think that's a really big, yeah, big piece of it. Yeah. How
1: about yourself, James? Um, so I came out when I was nineteen to my parents, and they were. It was basically so. Hi, Mum, Dad. I'm gay. Um, it's fine. Um, And they were like, oh, that's nice. Uh, Are you going to be in for dinner? So (laughs) I, so it's, it's uh, not really an issue at home. Um, But at work, I've not really had any issues with it. It, I don't shy away from any language that might put me back in the closet. Although I think that closet's full of clothes and shoes right now. (laughs) There's no room for me. But I don't. Yeah, I've never really had any issue. I mean, there's still probably a couple of people that I talk to sort of now and again at work that don't probably don't know, but I haven't really ever had any issue even with like new members of staff. I just sort of ease them into the conversation without having to go sort of massively waving rainbow flags every day.
0: I don't see why the need has to. You don't have to introduce yourself in that way. No. But it still seems to be one of those, why should you have to worry about you
1: Know letting yes. someone know, yeah. I think it's um, does it? I think it's more the sort of don't want someone to be shocked by it and, yeah. and accidentally say something wrong in the moment, yeah. So you're almost fearful for them because you don't want them to be perceived in the wrong light,
2: okay. That's kind
1: I hope so. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> unconsciously, yeah, I'm
2: right? um, similar to jo- I'm a textbook people pleaser, so I will do anything to not make other people uncomfortable, right. so I'm awful at coming out and you have to come out every day every new place you go to and and all the time and when you meet new people at work or um so I was out at home um, and have been since about 16 I think I always knew I went to an all-girls school um and sort of you'd, you'd be realizing things when when you're that age and then um I sort of left school I didn't go to university and I came straight to work and I never really said anything. Um, at my first job, I never really said anything. And then here, I it took me like two years before I said anything to even my closest friends at work. Um, and I think after that, it became so much easier to just be myself. Um, and I think that I always I always forget that it's such a big part of my life because it is who I am. It's like the way I look, the way I dress, the way I act, um, who I am. Um, so I think after coming out, it made things so much easier, which I know that already because it made it so much easier after I came out to my family and after I came out to people at school and and all that, but then every time I'm always shocked and like, oh, that's why I feel better cause I can be me now. <laughs> so we talk about this, Like we did a, a webinar
0: earlier Um in our previous 2019 wellbeing calendar, and we talked a lot about mental health and diversity and Mm -hmm. that there is kind of, when we saw the most recent Stonewall report, there was more individuals that are in that community that have more mental health problems,
3: etc. I think I was going to say I agree with that because there is, to begin with, there is an element of it's not relevant, it doesn't affect how I do my job. But then after a while, you do sort of go, but I'm not being me. Mm -hmm. Um... And that is important. I mean, yeah, I, my ability to produce a quote does not change mm. whether I've you know come out or not. I think there is an element of it. It isn't relevant, but it is at the same time.
0: Yeah.
3: So your, your ability to do your job doesn't change, but your ability to be who you are is affected. It is about
0: being you. When we yeah. talk about being your yeah. best me at yeah. work, I want to be my best me. Yeah. Um, so. What I was thinking about as well was, I mentioned it at the beginning, is being in the LGBT community or sort of not in the mainstream, even, is it even a thing anymore? Because like I say, I don't identify anyone other than who they are, but I know that's not always the case. You've all mentioned about the fact that you didn't necessarily want to talk about it. Why is that? Is it because there's a stigma? Is it, is it a negative experience? What's the situation?
1: I feel like it's got better more recently, only mainly because there are there is a lot more representation, especially in the media. I mean it's it's still fairly bad. I mean there were those two um girls that got attacked on the bus. I mean that but that was there was that was bad and then the media was like, Oh yeah, those two lesbians it's like, no 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 one was a lesbian, one was bisexual. But obviously you see two girls together and assume Yeah. Lesbians. Um so it's it's still still work. That needs to be done, Um, not just here globally. We yeah. like to think that everything is totally tickety boo. But I mean, yes, it is better. I mean, I can get married if I wanted to, if I could find someone to put up with me. But <laughs> Shout out! I or... know. Uh, <laughs> Anyone will, listening? There will be some very filtered headshots after this. <laughs> and um, but I I found it easier, I think, because then we. The groundwork was made, however many years ago now, um, it's made it better for future generations, and I feel like we do need to pay tribute to that at the mm-hmm. same time. Which I do, th- which is why I think pride is still relevant.
0: Yeah. yeah, you mentioned about not being open about it in Unum for a
2: couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. Not because
0: Unum wasn't a no. nice place; it was no. just
2: about yourself. Yeah. I'm quite a private person, anyway. Um, only in sort of the like last eighteen months, if people ask me what I've done on the weekend, I'd actually tell them. Which was I cleaned my flat. That's it. I don't really. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm clean, quite, quite am a, a lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just quite closed. I'm quite a closed yes. person, anyway. Um, and I think also going back to me, I'm just a textbook people pleaser. Like I would do anything for anyone else to make sure that they're comfortable. And I don't want. I don't make an assumption that people are going to be uncomfortable when I tell them. However, there is that just thing in the back of my mind where yeah. if I say, oh, I'm gay, they might go, well, do you fancy me or something? And i will be like, no, no, definitely not. Definitely not you, but... Um.
1: <laughs> and then they'll be and insulted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they'll be insulted and then that's, that makes me feel
2: bad. So I think just I think it does depend on who you are, but at the same time, the more I've come out at work, the more open, open I am as a person and the more just confident and better I feel about my work and my friends at work and what I'm doing at work.
3: I think it's the um, anticipation of a potential negative reaction. Mm. Um, And I think for me, it's more a case of I feel like people are going to think, well, that's sort of more information than I needed to know, because like I said before, it is additional information Mm. for me. It's not, you know, if I was, if I had a girlfriend, I'd go, oh, it's all my girlfriend. But because I'm with a man, I feel that kind of adding to that is kind of like they're going, Well, I didn't ask about that. Yeah. And it's not that they they have a problem with it, but it's just like, okay, that's all, all I said was, Did you have a good weekend? You know? <laughs> so
0: I suppose that thinking about this, if you had not ended up with your fiance, but yeah. you had ended up being engaged to a woman, yeah, would you then be saying, I'm with a woman, but I could be with a man? Like,
2: do you need to validate it each time round? Because it just seems I think it's so fluid. Yeah. I mean, I, sometimes it really does depend on the day. Yeah. Like it's just it can yeah. be so fluid. So,
0: I'm actually interested on kind of the I and D piece because a lot of businesses are doing this now. Um, it's a it's an important part, and I think that's a really good thing. I love I love the fact that businesses are trying to be inclusive of people of veterans of race of gender yeah. of um sexuality. But the other thing I hear is different stories from different people and companies. Some places that have ARG, ERGs, employee representative groups are representative of what are considered the kind of minority groups, I suppose, or less advantaged groups. They can actually find it can make things more divided because it is then the opposite of being inclusive because you're separating people by groups, the um, black and ethnic minority group and the kind of the female votes for women type group. And then the, um, veteran like is it segregating people or is it actually making that there is a spotlight on something that is much needed to make sure that we have representation to make sure it feels inclusive just interested to get your your thoughts on that should we start with
2: you fran and then move on to you i think that's a difficult one in that i don't think we should need or feel the need to have groups that highlight different things because we should all be as one unit together we don't we shouldn't need it, mm. however, I think at the moment, media, political, just this whole social environment, mm. it is needed to have these things to put a spotlight on it. Mm. But in an ideal world, we wouldn't have to, yeah. yeah. So, I think it's good that we do, and we can do different initiatives and think about different things. And like, we've done like all the ERGs have done such great work, especially for different charity things. We've got the hygiene bank, we've got and stonewall, um, combat stress, etc. So I think it's good, and we have been able to put a spotlight on different things, but in an ideal world, we shouldn't have to do it.
0: Mm. I think in some businesses, what has actually happened is it's become a network for people within that community to join that community because they don't feel included within the business. So they're going there to feel amongst their own, so to speak, which actually has the negative impact of making it inclusive because people are actually segregating themselves probably because they don't feel included and then they feel safer within them groups. Um, so I suppose really it, it might be what's being over, how those groups are being utilised within other businesses as well. I mean, within Unum, we're doing it as an opportunity. Mm. Anyone can join. Anyone can join, Actually, yeah. one of my questions just before we kept as we was walking down here, Emma, yeah. was, have you got any heterosexual people in your group? Can anybody join the employee representative group? You have. Yeah, we do. So <laughs> I was just, my brain of But I was just, in, because otherwise that would be a non-inclusive group
3: yeah. but, um, so it was, that was quite interesting
1: mm.
0: how about yourself on the i
3: and um, I think I, I agree with Fran it would be nice if we didn't have to but I mean we do there are still those people that are going well where's the straight ERG <laughs> um, you <yeah. laughs> know sorry I see James flinching <laughs> where is it it's it's, when, yeah. whole, it's, it's, it's every else. day it's it's, the, every yeah. life of everything yeah when's straight pride day like, yeah. it's just all the time <laughs> yeah so i think and i think there will it'd be nice if that went away but i think there will always be an element of that always um but i think it is things have got better um and i think i think Unim is particularly good i feel like we're kind of in this little bubble where you go but well, it's not it's not really an issue but it is in some places still
0: so, would you if you if there's anyone listening because obviously this goes out to, to lots of different people if there's anyone listening um and there isn't an erg within their business would you recommend that they kind of go to to hr or the powers that be and say you know can we get some going this would be which is a really useful tool within my community
1: I think definitely only because the well, I suppose the worst thing they can say is oh no we can't do that yeah and they'll have to give a proper business reason for it mm. not just because as a company in the twenty first century you can't say we're not doing that because we don't like gays yeah
0: <laughs> no you or couldn't say that forever. no we don't want any Yeah. yes so the business. worst thing, thing these I shouldn't be they?
1: saying that yeah. at least hopefully um, so I think I don't think there's anything wrong with at least having the conversation. And especially if enough people have the conversation, that's how you make progress. I
0: like that point. So things I've got from you guys today in general is, having an an employee representative group can be a really good thing, can be really useful. It kind of gets you yourself on the map. It can only say no, and if they say no, then goodness me, what does that say about you as a business? And do you feel like, actually, since you've been more open, Fran, actually, you mentioned that you go on Aspire. Aspire is our and recognition at Unum, and you meant more people and all of that. But do you think you got on Aspire because you started to be your authentic self Absolutely. and then you became yeah. more able at work? Absolutely. It all feeds into your, your abilities, your productivity, your kind of deliverables were even more enhanced from being your true self at work. You've, you know, become part of a, a hockey team, James, that you said being part of something that made you feel so included has yeah, been a great so. thing for yourself and you've been much more open just not not hiding away i'm in a straight you know yeah. future marriage here but yeah. you know this is how i am so being open really makes a massive difference and finding something to be a part of do you think that's given you a lot more confidence you said being part of that hockey team
1: yes um so i used to be um like friends i those. was Quiet, if you can believe that. But I used <laughs> to, it, it's different. I used to be quite a private person, but I used to hide it by being a bit of a joker or a bit, a bit, a bit louder than I actually am. Right. Um. And being, having that sort of outlet, because I've, I've played hockey since I was 10 years old, and it's how I got through school um, without getting bullied because mm. I was actually really good at something. Um. But then as soon as you sort of chip that away a bit, and it's like, eh, not quite as good as I used to be. And then you, you kind of need to sort of, I felt like I needed to sort of broaden my horizons a bit. I mean, yeah, okay, yes, it's not exactly far, but it's a, by finding an LGBT hockey team, but it it was for me at the time, because I've always just played sort of traditional hockey, um, just played for the same teams all my life, and it was like, right, I'm gonna, I saw saw them run past me at Pride, then I was like, right, I'm gonna Google them, I'm gonna join them, and now I'm on the committee I cancel one of the teams which is something I would never do I umpire another thing I'd think I'd never do and that's actually how I became a member of the um, LGBT ERG because I felt like I need wanted more involvement in well, where I work because I now get this from my hockey team and now well work takes up a lot more than my time yeah than hockey club does I mean we're here for eight minimum eight hours a day
0: Mm. so it's having that identity and having that belonging so that's all helped i'm trying to think of things that will be really useful for people to be thinking one if i am an individual an lgbt individual what things are being open at work not worrying about people of judging you or anything the stigma we we've acknowledged it exists but it's not as big as it used to be and often it's often your perception of how people will interpret you rather than how they actually do and they're often quite welcoming being part of something that where you feel belonging and feel confident as a a part of that as an individual interacting as a manager as a colleague as a friend just asking the questions not making assumptions and being kind of okay with everything because oh and the other thing i picked up is don't assume That they fancy you, (laughs) because why are you? Why everyone uh, seems to be thinking if you meet a lesbian, they're gonna fancy you're a girl, and if you meet a gay man, they're gonna fancy you. That's what I got from from all of you, so don't make that assumption. Um, It's about the person. So I'm out of luck today. (laughs) So it's about being inclusive, talking to your business, not being afraid, opening up makes you be part of your kind of be more authentic at work productivity etc improves any other messages that you want to get out there for today's session
1: i think we've covered everything at least i hope so
0: well james said he's going to have some great filtered shots up ready for yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot <about> that. Yes. <laughs> trying to find a partner and uh, thank you very much for listening and we will catch you on the next one if you've enjoyed this please like and share thank you for your time